Coming to you from the brilliant minds of Hipster at Home, you're listening to We Should Start a Band, a podcast about the trials and tribulations of being suitably hipster. Welcome back to We Should Start a Band, where we're not experts, we're just highly opinionated. I'm Cold Brew Kombucha, and today I'm joined by Heritage Avocado Toast and Retro Denim Jacket. Today, we're going to be embracing the last throes of summer by packing up a picnic basket and heading out into the great wilds of London parks or whatever your local park is and discussing picnics. I don't think we have any follow-ups. However, we did allow Hat back in the group after last week, well, two weeks ago's episode, even though he was voted out. We're giving him another chance Don't screw up. (laughs) Yeah, it's probation. It's probation. (laughs) Why was I voted out? For trying to justify why you could wear socks with sandals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't didn't have a quorum of voters available, so that that didn't count. I didn't actually put up a thing. I'll put one up. We'll go back. We'll throw back on that one. (laughs) Uh You may still And prove you wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a statement you want to make? Do you want to defend yourself? I mean, I think that vote was rigged, personally. And you took my words and blew them out of proportion. So, I think maybe you should check yourselves before you wreck yourselves. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Wait, so you're reneging on socks and I'm not work? budging. You <laughs> took my comments and, and knocked them out of the park. Yes, you we did do a good job. You definitely tried to justify... <laughs> Why you can wear socks with sandals. Yeah, especially if you've we got heard it. jeans or the trouser legs coming it. down. So you only have the top no. of the sock showing, the bottom. No. That's, but you still have the toe yeah. showing. Or yeah, not showing, as they are. It's fine. It's fine. It's minimal damage. You wouldn't That's even okay. know it. I'm, I'm throwing this one out to the listeners. I want, I want angry write-ins. I want, I'll put up Instagram uh, poll up. I, I want... You know, like full-on protests. Um, I'll walk down Oxford this. Street, and no one will notice. No, you won't. No, because I don't like to walk down. And Oxford everyone Street. will notice. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, please express your um, what I only assume are your feelings about socks with sandals and how they're bad. Stop leading the voter base. This is not fair and balanced. I just, I'm not. I just don't think that if they think that socks and sandals go together, they're really our target audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the question is for the voters: Can you wear socks and sandals? And your (laughs) what? What is it? The oval you put the square around on the the standardized test sheet to mark the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Your options are: No, they're awful. No, they're really that awful. This is a biased polling. (laughs) And then can we put a write-in yes. section <laughs> after on the next slide? <laughs> Tell us why they're Tell- awful. We will read the best response. <laughs> <laughs> but a perfect place to wear um, socks and sandals is definitely for a picnic. You can just kick those things right off. Only if you want to sit at a different blanket from <laughs> everyone else. else. <laughs> Go black sheep in the corner. Someone has to take their shoes off to hold down the, the picnic blanket. Well, that's something. Not everyone takes their shoes off to sit down on a picnic blanket. Now, what are your feelings on that? I am I am of a definite no shoes on the picnic blanket. Absolutely take it off. No shoes on the picnic blanket. Yeah, what are you doing? I mean, one, you need the, like, stationary things to put on the edge to keep the blanket down in case of wind. But also, 
Like, you're about to put food on there, and it doesn't matter what it is, food will end up dropping on the blanket, and mm-hmm. if you're going to play the five-second rule, I don't want it to be where my shoes have just been. Yes. I yeah. think socks are probably going to be cleaner than the bottom of your shoe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not It's not the equivalent of a carpet, it's the equivalent of a tablecloth, and you wouldn't put your feet on to a table. Or would you? At least we hope you wouldn't. Well, I mean, if you're a small child, toddlers do it. It's marginally cute. Is it, though? Feet are gross. No, it's not. Feet, yeah, feet are gross. I don't have a feet problem, but I think that's gross. I don't care how old you are. Pre-walking. Babies that are pre-walking, their feet are okay, because their feet haven't been all over the ground. It's okay. Their knees have, though. Okay, but I still don't find it cute. (laughs) (laughs) They lick their toes. That they do. Because they're still, like, just full of collagen. Yeah. (laughs) Skincare. (laughs) Nature's plastic surgery babies. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was going down the street the other day and there was a baby in a stroller and they had like full contorted up to like, you know, put their foot in their mouth. And it's like, it just, the amount of flexibility. Right? That's honestly what impresses me most. Yeah. And like one of those, other than, you know, collagen and elasticity of my skin, one of the things that I wish I still had was that amount of flexibility. I'd be able to reach so many things. Definitely, for some reason, thought that that was leading into eating babies. No. (laughs) And I was like, where are we going with this one? I, red show denim jacket, do not condone eating babies and do not splice that again. (laughs) 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 You definitely enjoyed that. I'm, like, hoping no one actually picked up on that, but now I've pointed it out, so everyone's going to go back and listen to it. Yeah. I still don't steal candy. For reference, listeners, just so that you know which one to go back and listen to. Gosh darn it. If you go back to, I believe it's episode 19, uh, The Beef of Frogs, B-side, you will hear a fantastic and not at all edited (laughs) statement from Retro Denim Jacket. About how she gets her snacks. I don't steal. Especially not from babies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I believe you said out of babies' mouths. I definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) No worries, people. I can be trusted around your children. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Portable vinyl turntable loves my company. That's because he doesn't know you're stealing his cookies. <laughs> Once he finds out, he's going to be really pissed. I am a good auntie and I share my cookies, which, if anyone knows anything about me and my very, very deep love of cookies, is quite a concession for me. <laughs> what kind of cookies do you like at a picnic? Any? Yeah. I mean, nothing like, this is going to sound kind of ridiculous, nothing chocolate dipped because as soon as you get out into the heat, that's going to melt. Yeah. So I want something more like a shortbread or a chocolate chip cookie, but just nothing dipped or coated, rather. I actually prefer the chewy ones as well. Mm-hmm. One, I prefer them in general, but then also they're less likely to just turn into crumbs all over the picnic blanket. Yeah, I think the, the crumb factor is a bit of an issue. Yeah, and there's something satisfying about bending your cookie and breaking off pieces in a nice manner where you get, like, good chunks. Yeah. <laughs> So there's, so we got two debut albums there, Bending Your Cookie and Good Chunks. (laughs) (laughs) Good Chunks doesn't sound like something I would want to buy an album of. I will say that 
I am less of a... You have a cat. Do you have an opinion? Do you have something live from the field? From the deep recesses of the hallway. Anyway, I would say that generally, as far as desserts at a picnic go, though, I am all about, like, the petty four. Mm. Or cakes. Mm -hmm. Small cakes. I think it's got to be finger-sized, though. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't want to have a full birthday cake. You're slicing up out there with the ants and the bees and the annoying people other at the blanket you don't actually want to share with, but somehow someone invited them. I feel... <laughs> There's always one, man. There's always but, but one. I'll, but I'll give him a small flapjack bite. That's okay. It's usually, it's usually the guy who shows up wearing socks and sandals. Oh, yeah. It's always him. Hey, wait a second. Or her. I guess we shouldn't... Or, or they. It's not specify here. Yeah. Anyone can make that mistake. <laughs> Non-gender specific... <laughs> non-gender specific guest yeah we don't care about your pronouns all we care about is are you wearing sandals and socks <laughs> so- <laughs> i mean that's not wrong <laughs> yeah priorities uh-huh <laughs> but yeah i think finger food is kind of a good rule for picnics it's not like you really want to pull out a ribeye steak that you have to cut on the blanket yeah and if you are going to pull out a ribeye steak just cut it beforehand yeah exactly yeah. Pretty cut. But there are also picnics where you're at a table, picnic table. And there I think you have a bit more options because you've got some sturdy factor happening. But I'm still not sure I want to ribeye at a picnic. Picnic tables are marginally sturdier. Mm. I feel like you're still gonna, you don't want to have a lot of cutting. And the other thing is you got to think about what you're bringing with you. We have done the... How much baggage? Yeah, we have done the full... It does get hefty. Emotional baggage. Table setting, fancy picnic thing before in the past you've got to have a car and you've got to basically be like parked right at your picnic space but for the majority of the time you don't want to have to bring a lot of extra stuff with you so i think shoulder bags alone if you have to bring like a big cooler that's not just for beer and wine you probably probably just doing it wrong well, you, i mean you're gonna want a cooler yeah but like if you have to lug the big you know what i'm talking about the big red-handled oh, one like for food and yeah yeah, yeah. Not like the shoulder I think cooler. I'm more okay with lugging food and things than I am with too many utensils. Yes. Utensils are just taking up space. I don't want like a full plate setting. Yeah. Where you've got your, you know, fish knife and whatnot. I'm just looking for the basics here. <laughs> Fork, knife, spoon. I'm good to go. I'd even go so far as to say as much finger food as possible and avoid the fork, knife, and spoon. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And if you're city living, you really do have to think about how much you're carrying and how far you're carrying it. Mm -hmm. Yep. There's an alternative, which isn't used for picnics that much. It's lightweight. It's very small and portable. That's chopsticks. That's true. That's true. You, you, could get, you could get a handful of 20 of those suckers and it's barely taking up any space or weight. Yep. Have we just stumbled upon something brilliant? Maybe. Or all of our, our Asian-based listeners are going, no kidding, we've been doing this for centuries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, that probably is more accurate. It's different foods, I think. But I mean, yeah, I guess at, the, at what kind of picnic are we talking here? Like, because I think our traditional picnic would be different than, you know, many other people's based on where we grew up. Like, what's your, what's your, what, what do you, what do you have? What do you desire to have at a picnic? It's like standard fare would be probably some cheese and meats, mm-hmm. some fruits, Maybe some vegetables and hummus, some crisps, some cakes. More of a, you know, that whole sort of like just summer sitting out and snacking. Not really a f- 
proper meal meal. Yeah, because I don't know about you guys, but I do differentiate a picnic from a cookout. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're going to the park, you're using the grill, you've officially hit cookout territory. Yeah. Whereas if you're going on a picnic, the whole point is that it's contained in a basket and you don't have to do any extra prep work once you are at the site. Yeah. It's basically just opening up containers. Yeah. And I would even say that I'm not a huge fan of salads at picnics. I am more the sort of crudités and olives type of... Yes. That's the veg. I think if there's going to be salads there, it's better if they're big and chunky. Like a cucumber and feta kind of salad, not a loose leaf salad. Or a fruit salad. Or a potato salad, fruit salad. Something that's easy to individually fork the components. You're doing what now? I'm individually forking the components. (laughs) Buy them a drink first. (laughs) I am am a monogamous picnic forker. (laughs) Wait, monogamous? I thought you're a polygamous picnic fork. No, I was was thinking one. all the components. Oh, I was thinking one. I only fork one thing at a time. But yeah, maybe I am. Am I poly picnic? Oh my gosh. I'm going to need a minute to recover from this revelation. (laughs) That is the name of a band. However, my brain immediately made a Polly Pocket picnic scene. Yes. I think that was my second thing after the band name. Yeah. Yeah. Polly Pocket was great. (laughs) Oh, Polly Pocket was fantastic. The new Polly Pocket. No. Not that great. No. They ruined it. And her outfits get stuck. Like... We, because we spanned the Polly Pocket generations in my household, because my little sister is like four and a half years younger, and it just happened to be when they changed the whole setup of what she was. And it just so was not the same. Just, but she oof. doesn't fit in your pocket. No, that was the whole point of Polly Pocket. <laughs> yeah, and then there was the the Mad Max or whatever. Mad Max is alright. The, the guy version. I, th- I still think Polly Pocket had more options, though, and better scenery. Oh, yeah, Polly Pocket had way more oh, options. Polly Pocket went everywhere. But Mad Max was good. There was a cartoon about Mad Max. Yeah, there was. Was there a Polly Pocket cartoon? No, Polly, Polly didn't need a cartoon to get the word out about her. Hold up. Research department. She got one later. When she got a full body and was like a basically tiny Barbie, <laughs> she did get a show. But then she's not Polly Pocket. The whole no. point is that you open it up and there's a whole scene inside a... Uh, admittedly very large compact with little chokeable pieces yeah don't worry polly you'll get yours later actually i'm not even sure you could choke on those pieces you could probably get them stuck up your nose if you tried really hard oh it looks like a combination of kim possible and the barbie nintendo games <laughs> yeah pretty much that's accurate i love polly pocket oh such a good time and it was so easy like as far as kids toys to carry with you super yep. super portable it was one of those great toys for cars because mm-hmm. we would have our like car kit for traveling like how we're touching on all of these things that we have planned in the future yeah. for our episodes but don't worry this is just a, a taster much like a picnic <laughs> it's just a little bit of different things as are all our episodes <laughs> see i tied that in tied that in hat hat can't get mad at me now tied it into the topic but we used to have these boxes of things to keep us busy on car rides Mm -hmm. and Polly Pocket was great because she could fit quite easily you could have a couple of them and she usually had a friend in all of them it was Polly in whatever outfit she needed for that particular venue and a friend yep and it kind of like from what I remember had a kind of clickable thing almost like a Lego Mm -hmm. where like if your car's bumping up and down she stays still she stays in yeah because you could like 
slip her in because um Polly Pocket, she stays in. Oh. <laughs> she stays in. I had one of those. <laughs> Goodness, we ruined everything. It's a children's toy. I had uh, Polly Pockets. It was like a winter Christmas mall scene, and it had an ice rink. Oh, cool. fun! And so you could put her into the little ice rink, and then you spun the little Christmas tree, and she twirled around the ice rink. But isn't that isn't that teaching children that they can spin Christmas trees and not have anything go wrong? I think it's teaching children that they can all skate like Olympic skaters. Yeah. without mm-hmm. having to put any effort in other than spinning a Christmas yeah. tree. Just lock yourself into the ice and go. <laughs> you Never worked yourself. out for me, but... <laughs> Let me lace up my skates and lock into the ice. I'm ready. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Does this mean... Does this mean that professional, like, you know, ice dancing is rigged, like pro wrestling? They probably have a Christmas tree off to the side, yeah. Jeez. Well, it is choreographed as well. Illusion shattered. It's much like pro wrestling. Much like pro wrestling. <laughs> Would you bring Macho Man Randy Savage to your picnic? No. If he was still with us? No. I might. Is he wearing socks and sandals? <laughs> he had some crazy outfits. You never know what was on. It's probably socks and boots, that's, which is, I guess, more yeah, reasonable. Yes, so like he's quite loud for a picnic. Oh, yeah. I'd bring The Rock to a picnic. Oh, my gosh. Like, not even a question. Yeah. yeah. He'd probably bring tequila. So, like, sign me up. Thank you. Yep. Tequila on The Rock. Also, is obviously going to provide delicious contributions, because can you smell what he's cooking? Mm. Did you get my taking tequila shots off the rock reference? Are you doing body shots off the rock? Because it's like tequila on the rock. So I said tequila on the rock. Oh, tequila on the rock. Uh, yeah, I got it, but it wasn't enough for a giggle. Fine. So I just kind of skated over it like Polly Not worth a giggle. There's, <laughs> like there's a debut album. Not worth a giggle. <laughs> not worth a giggle. <laughs> I feel like not worth a giggle actually sounds like the documentary title. Could be. Why are you spinning around? Oh no, the fancy hoodie. Are you stuck? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. In my effort for my hoodie to, or for my headphones to stay on, my hoodie had uh, some issues. And it's my nice hoodie, so the neck is still intact. (laughs) It's not stretched out. Not really sure why you stretch the necks out so much. Stretch the necks out. Jeez. It's just that this one actually fits me. It's a size medium instead of a, a large or an extra large. Mm. Also, I have a large slash extra large hat, which I realized after trying to buy a hat. I had to measure my head and I was like, oh, okay. Regular ones don't fit. Nice. Yeah, I think that's a family trait. It is. I have it on both sides too, so particularly lucky yeah same that is something you should consider for a picnic because most of the time you're having a picnic outside when the weather is nice and you might not always have access to consistent shade so make sure you've got a hat or some good spf uh, sunscreen on yes yeah definitely spf and bring it with you Mm -hmm. because people are other people will forget it's not just for you yeah be a bro yeah that's true be an spf bro yeah oh i mean you always need an spf bro or or hoe (laughs) <laughs> hey hey man you lathered recently oh yeah i got a lather but like the one thing i usually forget that i've started to make a more conscious effort about for spf application is that my travel time to the event also counts mm. towards the two hours of reapplication yep yes it doesn't burn off right it just kind of fades away fades out of use that's why we uh that's why we referenced it in our amusement park episode where we said that when you get to the amusement park in the parking lot Put on your reapply, you know, re reapply. 
You want to put on some earlier because you want to have it soak in, but you definitely want to top up. Yeah. What well, can you? What if you bathe in it? And don't be embarrassed to top up. No. No. And don't forget your ears, ears, and the top of your feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, there's a reason that our generations and a little after have a much better handle on the whole skin cancer thing. It's because we sunscreen is a much bigger emphasis than even our parents' generation. Yeah. Gotta be careful. Well, considering my mom used to slather herself in baby oil. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say our moms used to. Used to rub down in baby it's different oil times, and then yeah. Can't judge. Lay out and they they don't tan. No, no, nobody in our family tans. I kind of tan actually, a little. My little sister does. Yeah, yeah, she does. Doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, lucky. She gets it from my dad's side. Yeah. I also think changing abruptly that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the cat for a second. <laughs> I kind of like finger sandwiches for a picnic. Like, I make, you make a variety of them. You can do a pate, cucumber. Mm-hmm. The problem is that other people don't like when you finger their sandwiches. Uh, you make this joke every time we talk about finger sandwiches. Never gets old. Nope, it's still fresh. It Never gets old. It's still fresh. It's genuinely one of those ones that will always make me giggle. <laughs> but the great thing about... Yeah, you can do a lot of different finger sandwiches quite easily. Like, it's mm-hmm. not... Like, say, a scone where you're going to make individual ones and you're going to, like, you make batches of those versus a finger sandwich. It's a lot easier to make several different types. Yeah. Yeah. And you cut them into four or six, depending on the size of the bread. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets a huge variety of, of choice. If you want to push the boat out and get a bit fancier on things that are easy to eat with your hands and have a Dress Devin you Crab. You can also go, I mean, you could. Yes. Wasn't where I was going, but <laughs> I just eat that like an oyster man. <laughs> um, I was going to say things like pasties or empanadas or any sort of can't think of what the Finnish one is that mom used to make, but the dough with things inside of it, sausage roll. Yep, and that's a good way to easily get some savory into it. Yeah, it's really good if you're doing a dinner picnic mm-hmm. for something like say Shakespeare in the Park or you know an open air theater type of thing. I believe what you're the word you're looking for for Finnish empanadas is lohiri isi pastejat. Did he pronounce that well? No. Probably not. <laughs> I think so. I've probably taken other pronunciations from other languages of similar sequences of letters and mushed it together. Well, I figured I'd ask the person who went to Finnish camp. She's asking for she's asking for the research department to find these things out. She can't be trusted. I could check I could check the cookbook. Oh, oh, oh my oh my god. Okay. So I have I just searched for Finnish empanada. Just look. And then <laughs> The, the 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 results so many things just <laughs> no and it, so it's empanadas the finnish dish the one i read off translation of empanada waspish finnish meat pie is it i'm so confused there's also karelian Co- Co- pasty which has other finnish looking words with it um cl- uh, how do you pronounce the J in Finnish? Is it like a J or a Ya or? Yeah. Which? It's why? a Y. It's Kata Kata I'm done. <laughs> Tapping out. Five minutes into intro to finish. <laughs> and this is why we would just make them and not actually pronounce them. Yeah. It's usually safer. I'm not a huge fan of pies or pasties but i like empanadas and sausage rolls so 
you don't like the ratio of dough to filling, it's, or is it about the filling? Or a savory to sweet? It's got to be something. But like a tradition, traditional like British pies, for example, are quite common. You know, Australia does them as well very often. I just I don't care for that that style of meal. But I do like empanadas themselves. Yeah, I totally had you at like sweet pies. I was thinking like a cherry or an apple. Um, apple pie is good. Cherry for me is often too sweet. Yeah. They do dump a lot of sugar in that. Especially mm-hmm. if you get the canned. Yeah. It's basically all corn syrup. But would you bring a pie to a picnic? I think pies are more in cookout territory. I'm more likely to bring like a quiche. Oh, quiche is, yeah, I would say a quiche is good for a picnic. Mini quiche. Mini quiche. But not a frittata. I don't like frittata. That's a personal opinion. Yeah. Frittatas are delicious. This whole podcast is personal opinions. <laughs> It's sure literally the intro. <laughs> oh, give me strength. We didn't toss that in our intro for nothing. <laughs> now, are you okay with a picnic that is literally just people rocking up with a couple packages of sausage rolls and a couple bags of like crisps or chips? Did they bring wine? <laughs> <laughs> that's my only question is there alcohol then yeah no totally fine then that's fine is that a picnic or is that just a bunch of people meeting in the park to drink is there a blanket sure then yes it's a picnic then it is a picnic if it's no if there's no blanket then it's just a meetup so is it so a blanket is what defines it as a picnic yeah like i don't know what it is but even if it's a picnic table if like all you brought is like beer and maybe a couple sausage rolls and you're all at a picnic table with nothing on top of it and it doesn't look like you put any effort in then it's just a meetup for me mm. well like with so many things on this program i think context matters so Very true. if i'm inviting a group of people to a picnic and i'm hosting the picnic crisps and hummus are not acceptable it's got to have some more interesting things happening because it's like an event it's more like you're inviting them for an outing which they can contribute to a meal which is just happens to be picnic themed but if it's just 20 people in a group chat saying is anyone the weather's nice do you guys want to meet up on the lawn for a picnic bring whatever then i'm fine with it because you know going in what's expected okay like i'm probably bringing the finger sandwiches and the dressed crab because if i'm going for a picnic and you're getting me outside the food had better be good Wait, so, but haven't we all kind of agreed that crisps and hummus is just a terrible thing in general? It's growing on me. What? This is news. Yeah. It's, it's, I've been indoctrinated. Yeah, this is what happens. You put socks with sandals and it's a slippery slope. Jeez. I was doing socks and sandals in my college days, as we know, and that was not last year, so there's been some gap. And, and next thing you know, you're gonna be... Drinking instant coffee or, you know, grocery store coffee. Oh, no. Just so we're clear, the, the, the sandals I'm talking about are the ones that don't go between any of the toes. It's just the band that goes over the, the top matter. of the, oh, no. top of the we foot. We know what okay. you're talking yeah. about. Right. There is right. still no justification for wearing them with well, socks. Just wrong. No. And even thong sandals with toe socks, still not acceptable. Saw those on the uh, on a... Tube the other day. Tube socks? Tube socks. (laughs) Like, so if you've got the hummus or some sort of a dip, (laughs) I don't really care what you dip in it, if it's crisps, if it's veg. That's like a song name, You've Got the Hummus. (laughs) 
But I don't think that that can be the only food. No. No. But it can be, though, if it's just a random, hey, the weather is suddenly nice, everyone just meet in the park. But then that's but that's a meet. Not, Not a picnic. picnic. Not a picnic. Fine. But they, they'll still call it a picnic, though. I don't know. A lot of people would still call, you know, Chris and Hummus a party. But I still think that's a picnic. It's just not a picnic, right? It's not what we're talking about when we want to organize a picnic. No, it's we went to the park mm. with some snacks and some so drinks. So what's the, what's the defining factor then? Apparently bringing a blanket. I mean, I think that certainly pushes you in the direction of it being a formal picnic, yeah. I would say at least somebody should pick up some sausage rolls. Well, yeah. Someone probably will. Sausage rolls should be at a picnic. But, like, I, I think, I guess what I mean by the blanket is that it comes down to intention. Okay. Like, are you having a picnic and everyone's texting you, like, having a picnic, bringing a blanket, you know, bring some food, we're going pop So not style. just, hey, it's nice out, let's pop by, you know, Tesco or Sainsbury's on our way to the park. Yeah. That's fair. That's just a meetup, which is fine. And, and, all, and yeah. all of it's a good time. And I think it's also going to impact what drinks you have, because... Yeah. If you're doing a picnic and it's intentional, you're more likely to buy, you're going to bring some wine. It's going to be chilled. You'll have it in like a cooler or a cool bag. You'll have cups. Yep. Versus your meetup. Versus, you know, everyone just grabs cans of things. Yeah. You're coming with a six yeah. pack of beer and another six pack of Trulies. <laughs> some, some, yeah, some, some cider or some uh, seltzer. Seltzer. Living your best life. Some hard seltzer. Still can't believe that's a thing. Yeah, a friend of ours was over the other day, and he makes beer at home. Love that. Apparently somebody had said to him, oh, you should make hard seltzer. This was a few years back. And he's like, why? This is so stupid. Well. (laughs) Look who's (laughs) laughing now. (laughs) He still thinks it's stupid. I mean, it is. I mean, because he's like, you know, proper hipster beer type of. I don't really think hard seltzer is aimed at the beer crowd, though. I feel like it's a good alternative to beer if you are not a beer drinker. It's aimed at the wine. It's aimed at the uh, the wine spritzer crowd, Mm -hmm. the wine beverage crowd, with less work involved. I haven't met a hard seltzer I liked so far. Like there've been a couple that are okay, but like I wouldn't be going back for seconds. They're great for drinking games. Aren't they extra carbonated though? Because they're seltzer. Um. Yeah, they are more carbonated. I feel like. Yeah. But, like, it's not, I don't know, it just doesn't feel heavy. Like, if I'm, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but if I'm having three beers during the course of a couple of games of stuff, that feels more filling to me than three hard seltzers. Yeah. You're also drinking sort of heavier beers. That's true. I do not drink anything light or really mainstream, let's be honest here. Yeah. I am a craft beer girl. The, the problem with the seltzers and the Alka-Pops and all of those, for me, is that I just get carbonated so fast. Mm. And you gotta burp more. Better out than yeah, in. Yeah, but that just really, like, you know, puts a damper on a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. I'm all for, like, you know, women burping. That's... Normal. You do you. You're pro-femme fem burp? It just, in, it just interrupts a lot of things. <laughs> like, when you spend a lot of time just, like continuously burping and so it's at the bank teller end yeah you just not get anything done <laughs> it does rather interrupt a conversation yeah i find the same thing with sparkling wines mm. i do highly recommend for listeners out there speaking of wines get yourself one of those cool bags or like a cooler thing to go around your wine mm-hmm. especially since a lot of them you can pour while it's still in it just keep your wine cold while you're at a picnic yeah 
Mm-hmm. It does make a difference. Get yourself a nice one so that you can play up that you're fancier than you are. Uh, we've got a Moat bag that <laughs> we often then times slip really cheap stuff into, but it looks like we've got nicer stuff. Well, it's like the people that go to the, what is the yellow bag that they just use as their everyday bag? It's like a fancy store here. Black letters. Is it the champagne? No, no. Like a department store. Yellow with black letters. Oh, Selfridges. There it is. And then they just use that as their everyday carry things around bag. Yep. If you're shopping at Selfridges every day, we're on to you. (laughs) You shallow people. I mean, Selfridges food court. I think a good place to get picnic food is to go to a nice food court, pick up some stuff and bring that. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, most grocery stores do have their sort of picnic food section. My personal favorite in this country is M&S. They do a really good picnic food section. That they do. Yeah. Something that I really like for picnics, but it's hard to actually logistically handle, is a rotisserie chicken, a cold one. Mm. Because it's really tasty, and it's already cold, which fits most of the picnic themes. But you have to somehow get it off the bird. (laughs) I feel like if you're pulling it ahead of time and bringing, like, a bowl of cold rotisserie chicken, then you got it going on. Or if you get it where it's cut up into its bits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, I love rotisserie chicken. Yeah. You know who does a really cheap, very tasty rotisserie? Chicken. Costco. Oh. Yeah. They do $5 Boston rotisserie Market. chickens and they are very tasty. Mm-hmm. My dad and my stepmom frequently buy them and then will like use them in various dishes throughout the week. Yeah. They're really good in chicken salad sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's what we're doing later in the week then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a picnic. Quick chicken salad sandwich recipe for the listeners. You get your rotisserie chicken or a leftover roasted chicken. Bit of mayonnaise, some dill, salt, pepper, and grapes. Highly recommend red grapes. Sliced in half. I like red grapes, and I like to put celery in mine. So you get a little bit of crunch. Yeah, mm, I'm down with celery. Yep. So we usually put lettuce on the sandwich with it, so you get the crunch from the lettuce. Yeah, I feel like it's just not enough crunch for me. I really like the celery Fair. crunch. It's a very even texture. Actually, I had the most delicious chicken salad sandwich the other day. I was coming back from Maine, and we stopped in Portland. And the chicken that they used was more like a coronation chicken. It was curried. Mm. And I usually put pickles on my chicken salad to add a little bit of that, like, sour texture to cut some of the mayo. Yep. And instead of pickles, they did feta. And it was fantastic. We were just discussing the other day with some friends how feta makes everything better. It does. 100%. 100%. I think, I think I'd think i have to try this one. The feta sounds weird to me. It's like, yeah, as someone who likes... My dad actually tried pickles on his chicken salad sandwich the other day and was like, this is amazing. <laughs> it fixes it. And I was like, I know. Pickles great on everything. Pickles great on it really is. everything. It really is. Oh, dill pickles. So for, for those of us out there. Yeah. Just, which is why I think the feta is probably a good substitute because it's a little more easily accessible in whatever country you're in. Yeah. But equally with a coronation chicken, a, a good sort of like chutney or piccalilli or something is also quite nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Piccalilli. That's something that I've not seen in the States before. But if you get a good one over here, it's hard to describe what it is. It's like a chutney. Yeah. It's like pickled vegetables type of thing. Spe- special spices. Yeah, it's spices. really good. Yeah. We usually bring a couple jars over for dad nice when i used to get chicken salad sometimes i'd get that from wawa and i'd put uh, yellow mustard on it as well mm-hmm. which mm. probably has a similar effect to the pickle yep like a whole grain mustard oh yeah um, 
well, mine was more the mine was more the French's. I think I'd prefer like a yellow yellow mustard on chicken salad to whole grain mustard. Mm. Something sharper. The vinegar. Yeah, the vinegar. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's missing that little bit of vinegar in it yeah. for most chicken salads, and it's kind of hard to do that in like a vegetable to add bec- or like fruit for that matter to add that extra kind of sour note to balance out the blandness of the mayo. Yeah, I guess it depends how long they've left the grapes out. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly busy. But yeah, the grapes are nice. Little ba- little balls of wine. <laughs> little balls of wine. Grapes. <laughs> That's what their marketing uh, is. Think missing. how many more they'd sell if they yeah. <laughs> so on today's menu, we have the small ball wine salad. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like uh, red or the white? <laughs> can I have my can I have a granola and yogurt with a side of little balls of wine? <laughs> <laughs> what if you did cuz I I think we've already established on the show that I don't like boba tea, mm-hmm. but what if you did little grapes <gasps> instead of the What if you did it with bobas? wine? Oh. Oh. You went somewhere different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, you know, like the juice popping bubbles uh-huh. that they put in gushers. I was thinking, like, filled with wine instead. I'm making this. I'm putting this on the list. I'm making this. Okay. Put it on the follow ups list along with me... beer mustard. Beer mustard or beer mayonnaise. Beer mayonnaise. Beer, beer, mayo. Mayo. beer, mayonnaise. beer mayo would be really good in a chicken salad. I think we can mm-hmm. do beer mayo. Really, we just have to like boil down some yeah a stout or something and mix it with some mayonnaise. See what happens. The other thing <laughs> that we made recently and I think would it would go really well for a picnic and it is a TikTok trend. <laughs> so I have feelings Come about to that. The but dark side. We have TikToks. <laughs> I just oh gosh, I really don't like TikTok. But corn ribs, yeah, mm. they're delicious. easy to make. Super easy, super easy. The hardest part is cutting through the center of the corn. Yeah, you need a good knife. You need a good knife, and the trick is to cut the corn itself into like thirds to start, and then go top down. Don't try to cut through the kernels straight again because it's so much harder to go through the middle. But if you start at the top and go down, it gets through the fibers in the middle of the corn, and it's much easier. Because mm. a lot of people don't like it because they struggle to cut through the corn because uncooked corn in the middle is pretty hard, right? But nah, go the other way, top down. Once you've yeah. Yeah. Once you've quartered or thirded it. So we, we did him as um, like mini alote. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. We were having South American food. So good. And it was like just a few friends over. So we wanted to make things that were easy for people to just pick up and eat. Yep. And corn really isn't a very easy thing for a lot of people to just put or pick up and eat. But this makes it so much easier. What makes it difficult for people to pick up the corn? Well, it's more just that it's like one of those things. It's not the cleanest thing to try to eat. But that's the point of it. <laughs> You're meant to get buttery hands and corn kernels all over your face. I mean, I've it's, always... co- it's cookout food, not picnic food. Yeah, that, it's cookout true. food. That's I've true. also that's always true. used corn skewers. Yeah. I think everyone in my family has at least two sets. <laughs> And even if you're not using them for eating like corn on the cob, they are very nice for cutting kernels off the cob. Mm. Yes. For holding it in place. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's just cheating. Is it though? Gotta get in there with your hands. I'm very temperature sensitive. Lose a few fingers. Yeah. Temperature sensitive. I don't know how to explain <laughs> it better than that. I am like, cannot touch hot things. It's it's really problematic. <laughs> We're actually thinking of taking the corn ribs to the, the next level that all food aspires to be, which which is Halloween food. Ooh. So what are they going to be labeled as? Uh, something like Dead Man's Teeth or something like that. <laughs> I'll think of something. 
I'm just here to chew on people's teeth. It's fine. And definitely uh, stay tuned, listeners, for October, because we go hard when it comes to Halloween. Spooky season. It's the best. <laughs> and it's coming. Ooh. Hope you're prepped for this excitement. Just real quick. Mm -hmm. What are your feelings on people who you're going for a picnic and everyone's like, oh, we'll bring blankets. And then you've got like one or two people who show up with chairs. Oh, well, I'm pro chair. So but if everybody agrees that we're bringing chairs, but when it's that most people are thinking they're going to be on a blanket and then somebody brings a folding chair. Do they have back problems? I will give it to you if it's like elderly relatives or somebody who's injured or something like that. That's 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 where I hit my acceptable chair line. Is it really like even if everyone brings a chair, is it really a picnic if no one's sitting on the blanket? You would just put, like, put the blanket and then chairs all around it. Yeah, that seems weird. Like some sort of awkward picnic support group. Yes. <laughs> a picnic intervention for the picnic. <laughs> You know those chairs, they do make the ones that are, like, really, really low to the ground. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, you use them for the beach and you can use them for picnics, so. I guess those are okay. But still, it just always feels a little bit weird. It's, it's having people on different levels. Yeah. It's hard to keep a conversation going when there are people on different levels. Yep. I know. I, I think that I every time I talk to you two. You're just not on my level. Because we're so above you. Yeah. Nope. We're so smart. Thank you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am pro chair because sitting on the ground does start to hurt my back after about 10 minutes. And my legs go numb too, no matter how, what way I tend to sit. And I like to be as far away as possible from the bullet ants and the poisonous snakes. Yes, because in a London park, you're really going to find a ton of poisonous snakes. You never yeah. know. Are you secretly an old man? I think so. I didn't think that was a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, like I cross my was... legs, one of them falls asleep. I put them out, one of them falls asleep. Like I go one out, one tucked under, that one of them falls asleep. Like I can't. It's not comfortable. So are you that one person at a picnic who's brought a chair? I've never brought a chair, no. But um, I'm envious when they do. <laughs> I'm just wondering whether you like ask people to switch off. <laughs> Yeah, I just find it weird. And I think you're right. I think it's the different levels. I feel like it's a it's a, a failure in communication. Yes. It's like you didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Class, you must get four to eight other classmates and have a picnic. Go. <laughs> oh, forced socialization. You tend to you do tend to treat picnics like they are some sort of terrible group project uh, that you were forced. I like several things about picnics i like the food mm -hmm. i like the drinks mm -hmm. alcoholic or non because it's usually more interesting if it's non anyways Ooh, like the fun sodas yeah but i don't like being out in the middle of i don't like being in nature and i don't like being in, in that baking sun and i don't like not having a backrest so it's got some significant drawbacks for me so the things that mainly make it a picnic yeah. <laughs> are the things you hate. Correct, that's, which that's is why I don't tend to like picnics. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just do everything about the picnic, but just in a pub? That would be perfect. Because you get or a table, you get chairs, it's cooler, it's not sun. Okay. I mean, we do tend to embrace the sort of picnic atmosphere on the roof. Mm -hmm. We do. Cheese, meat. Olives, finger food. fun sodas, finger food, chairs. Wait, so, but do you also dislike picnics that are at picnic tables? It's better. It's also easier to play cards or something if you wanted to, if you have the table. Prefer the picnic table be indoors. Yes. <laughs> or a, a nice awning, a big umbrella, like a tent, like like a wedding tent. 
you know, because I don't like because it's nice when you have like a bit of an umbrella to keep the sun off. But if it's not really large as the sun was, the earth moves, whatever, it, it changes and somebody suddenly somebody who wasn't in the sun now is. And I feel like if somebody's showing up with a with an umbrella or a gazebo or anything like that, you're moving umbrella. I might give you for picnic. Mm-hmm. But if you've if somebody's bringing a gazebo, you're moving into cookout territory. You are. You are. But it could be like a park. That's got those things set up, and you you grab one or you don't. That's true. I am also one of those people that makes a concerted effort to find shade, considering how yes. sun-sensitive yeah. my skin yes. is. I think it's also, you're going to have the people at the picnic who want to sit in the sun and the people who want to sit in the shade. Yep, always. And like any party, I mean, depending on the size, you may have like a couple of smaller sort of groups of chatting. So I have found that it tends to be that as the sun moves, people move around. Mm-hmm. Who's hammering? I don't know. It stopped. Yeah, it was weird. That was really weird. Well, maybe that's a sign. I think we've probably uh, eaten all the offerings. A couple people now have to use the bathroom. We've run out of alcohol, <laughs> and it's time to pack everything up and head to a pub. Yes. Or someone's house. That's usually how picnics go. <laughs> I think you should go to a pub, because not everyone is prepared for guests, and you don't want to accidentally get yeah. pressured into... Well, you don't go to someone's house unless they offer. Yes. Yeah. Also, pubs are usually closer, which means a closer bathroom, which means I'm for it. Yes. Yep. But either way, we've packed everything up, and it's time to move inside. So that's pretty much it for now. Enjoy the rest of summer. You have a couple more days of it. And then it is autumn. Spooky um, season. Pumpkin spice season. Um, Spooky season. Um, I believe, actually, by the time this is live, it will be autumn. Oh, shoot, yeah. So you saying you have a couple more days works for today <laughs> and tomorrow yeah. based on you yeah. oh yeah this is actually coming out on the uh thursday yeah so i think tomorrow's actually the last day of summer <laughs> jokes on you but have an autumn party <laughs> or an autumn picnic <laughs> bring your pumpkin well, spice welcome. lattes welcome to autumn yeah. party yeah pumpkin spice lattes are a must you can still yes. picnic it because the weather's probably still picnic weather mm-hmm. <laughs> a picnic spice latte <laughs> so anyway that's all for now So if you like what you're hearing, leave us a rating. Remember to follow us and head over to the blog for more content at hipsteratthome.co.uk. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye now. Later. The disembodied laugh is really creepy. That was really creepy. <laughs> Please tell me that's on the